I think it is a little bit more expensive, but that's the difference with, you know, high quality and sustainable fashion compared to fast fashion. With fast fashion, it's it's cheaper, but you end up buying so much and you end up throwing so much away, I find, because it was mm-hmm. cheap and you don't really care. So you just end up throwing mm-hmm. a lot of those pieces away anyway, where when you buy a piece that's a little bit more and it, it's quality wise, it's going to last. You keep it. It lasts longer. Yeah. Welcome to Fashion Cast, the fashion industry's premier podcast where we explore all things fashion, from designers and the latest styles to sustainability and breaking fashion news, we keep you informed. Now, enjoy the show with your hosts, Michael Gloucester and me, Christine Tuk-Tuk. Welcome back to Fashion Cast. We have a friend of mine in the studio today who is a Canadian-based fashion designer, Anna Stulik. Thank you for joining us today, Anna. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's so exciting having uh, someone you know in the studio. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I just want to scream, honest which is in the house. You know? know. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's so cool. So very, tell, very honored to have you. Go yeah. ahead. Well, so tell us, so yeah, tell us how you got into the fashion industry. Well, it started at a very young age for me. Since I was a child, I was always into fashion, dressing like seven times a day, drove my mom crazy. High school, um, I was always making clothing, like just from like a domestic machine from home. And senior year, I did like a prom dress for one of my girlfriends. And it turned out actually really great. And my friends and family kind of pushed me to take it further and get into design school. Right after high school, I went to design school in Milan, Italy. Wait. In Milan, yeah. Italy. What, what color was the project? <laughs> it was actually champagne oh, with okay. like lace applique and corset like tie in the back. Wow. Yeah. So you knew. You yeah, had a, at, a, at a very young age then. Yeah, 17. Yeah. And then you went to Milan at, at that point? or Yeah, I was kind of looking into schools. Since I'm Canadian, I was seeing what Canada had to offer. And the closest was in Toronto at the time. And then I was in Europe in the summer with my family. And my aunt had suggested design school in Italy. So we looked into it. And it actually kind of worked out being to like the same cost, surprisingly, at the time. Wow. Yeah, just... Because I would have to move away from home and live in Toronto as well. So my family thought, well, my dad wasn't really for it. But <laughs> oh, yeah, going but, on your own. But after he he was happy. So just, wait, the cost had to do with the exchange rate at the time? It was a little bit difficult because it, it's the euro. Oh. So with the exchange oh, rate, uh, it's, it's a lot. But it was still not like a huge difference. difference compared and, to Toronto. Yeah. And my family thought it would be a better experience. Yeah, Especially sure. I'm European too, just to spend some time in Europe. Mm-hmm. I'm well, so okay, glad that okay, I did so that. And, and I so I can't pronounce the name of the school. I should Instituto learn. Instituto de, de Moda Burgos. Burgos. Is that yep. where you went yep. in Milan? Yep. yep. Right. So that school is in the top eight schools in the world for fashion. Yeah. And we had the last guest had gone had actually um, been a professor at the London School of Fashion. Oh, Saint Mar- Martin. Um, Is that the one? I don't know if Aki was. It was he was just a London School of Fashion. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. what that's what it was called. But they were ranked. And we're going to have another guest. Uh, she went to the Fashion Institute of Technology, and then there's another one coming up from Parsons. So, oh, that's you, a really good one too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yours was ranked higher. Mm-hmm, definitely, yeah, it is. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to hear about your experience there. So, how long did you uh, live there? So I lived in Milan for about three years, and then after 
I did some work in Paris after school and then kind of bounced around Europe since I was there. I even actually went all the way to Tokyo for some time. Mm, wow. <laughs> uh, did like an internship. And yeah, the total though, it, my program was for two years in Milan at the time. And then I stayed an extra year to do some work and get some experience. Because that's the thing. I think with design school, when you get into it and you're so young, you mm -hmm. think, okay, I'm done school. I'm now supposed to be a fashion designer. And it doesn't <laughs> it work, doesn't that, work way. that way. <laughs> no. And you're so young and you think mm -hmm. that. So I had to... Uh, Gain some experience, experience at that point. Yeah, I realized yeah. that. Hands, so you, some hands-on experience. Yes. So you can speak Italian and Japanese? That's what I was going to ask her, too. <laughs> <laughs> and French. Yeah, yeah. And Serbian. Can we yes. hear, like, like I think I know spaghetti. I mean, maybe I can, <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Tokyo, so, maybe that's what I Yeah, how many that. languages? Are you, you're trilingual, aren't you? Yeah, I can speak English and then my native Serbian Croatian. Mm -hmm. And Italian, I, I speak good. I can conversate, yeah. but because mm -hmm. I haven't used it in so long. Like when I was in school, it was like 2009. Oh. So it's been a long time. Mm -hmm. But when you're there, you pick it up you and you, up you use it. Like mm -hmm. I don't really use it here mm -hmm. in Windsor, you know. That's so the thing, you're not You forget, using it. right? Even mm -hmm. with your native tongue sometimes. But what were you we speaking in, in Japan? English, yeah. yeah. So, I was only in Japan yeah. for three months, oh, wow. so it was just a, a short internship, so I, I didn't stay too long. So I didn't really need to pick up the language. And fashion is it's really very, big in Tokyo, isn't it? Yes, and especially <laughs> fashion like wor for work. you Everyone speaks English because it's such an yes. international kind yeah. of business, right? Uh -huh. So everyone, I've never had that issue. Even when I was working in Berlin, I was there for one year. I never had to learn any German. Oh. So... Wow. <laughs> and I was working there and living there, and I was wow. speaking English. Yeah. yeah, it's an international language. So, yeah. how do you go from fashion school to a nice, you know, experience in Tokyo and something going on in? Bro I mean, it's it's unbelievable. You're that young. You're just out of fashion school, and you've got, you know, these experiences that most people you know, would be salivating for. So how, <laughs> Definitely how they'd be salivating for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, how does that have to do with the school? Yeah, so growing up, I didn't really travel that much because I was still so young, you know, grade school and high school, you're, you're young, just like family vacations and what. And going to Milan, it was my, my first time being on my own. Mm -hmm. And when I was on my own, I loved it because I feel like I found myself too mm -hmm. in a way. And I just, once I experienced it a little bit and got, got a taste, I couldn't stop. So mm -hmm. I was just, you know, traveling as much as I could. And over there, it's so easy to travel. I feel like everyone does it all the time. Oh, yeah. Because... Just hop on a train and yeah, go next door. A short flight, it's <laughs> yeah. so easy. I, yeah. It's different. So yeah, it, it wasn't difficult at all. Mm -hmm. So stay in fashion school for just a minute, only because you went to this very, very, very prestigious... I don't... I don't you seem to think it's no big deal, but it's but no. Oh my God, yeah. it was such a big deal. I was so I was so young. I was so nervous and scared. Yeah. I, I realized, like when I was in, you know, Piazza San Babila, it's like the biggest like part of Milan in the center, and my it's like a rooftop school. I'm like, where am I? Like, yeah. this it's is like a like, dream. Huh? It was a dream. A dream come true. Yeah. It was yeah, so beautiful walking to school and mm -hmm. seeing the Duomo oh, and like oh, you what know, an experience. Like, very inspiring. Yeah. yeah. All that history and yeah, architecture and yeah. fashion. Milan. It's mm -hmm. like that's a on Thursdays, mm -hmm. walk, I'd walk by Armani Privé and Cafe, and you see Giorgio Armani having, you know, espresso on Thursday <laughs> in the afternoon. You've seen Giorgio Armani. Yeah. Armani. <laughs> Armani. You've seen Giorgio 
charge you Armani. Armani. Yes. Wow. So, Did you approach him? No. Oh my God, no. In Milan, you cannot. Oh, wow. It's just, I would. It's very... Um, yeah, <laughs> he's he's like, disrespectful he's like, or something. Yeah, yeah. Not, you just... Yeah, you just... Very private. Yeah, just, you give people their space. That's and why, true. You yeah. know, but like, he's like amazing. Like, yeah. He's really amazing. You came out of fashion school and then you said, well... You know, I was ready to take on the world, but then I realized it really wasn't. So was there anything that the school lacked in terms of your experience there that you thought, geez, I wish they would have prepared me more for this or that, like business, mm-hmm. like the business side? Definitely. The business side. There, it was very like the traditional way of teaching design. Mm-hmm. And everything was more like hands-on and hand sketching and hand pattern making where after when I got into the workforce, everyone, I needed to know Illustrator and all these like CAD programs and design like computer programs because that was kind of where fashion was heading, right? No one does really like bespoke dresses and Mm -hmm. like ateliers anymore. So I didn't have that skip like those teachings. So fast forward just a tad because you've ended up and I call it the creme de la creme. See, there's my <laughs> the French. Creme de la creme. Uh, <laughs> as as swimwear designer. So how? And, and you said bespoke dresses, and I know you've dabbled in wedding dresses. Yes. But it's primarily, or you know, you know, you can shoot back at me if this is not the case. But I think it's primarily swimwear at this point. Is that right? Yes, that's right. Okay. So how did you swerve into that lane? I just, I was doing so much that it was getting overwhelming. Oh. So I kind of wanted to stick to, to just one thing. For specialized at that point. it is still just me. Mm. So I wanted to just focus on one thing and, you know, make it good. And then I'll add in, you know, more in other collections and other things. I can't do it all, obviously. Mm-hmm. So. Now, Anna Stulich says it's only me. So you <laughs> get the impression as the listener that she's in her living room, like stitching together these <laughs> bathing suits th- a thousand at a time. But that's not the case. I mean, obviously, you you have a manufacturer. Right? No, but I, for the longest time, I was doing everything myself. Oh. When I was doing even the dresses before swimwear, I was doing all custom and um, everything on my own. With like, so you know the quality sure. though. That, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. really good because you can look at something then and say, you know, I, I don't like the stitching. This isn't right. I can feel the fabric's not right. The stretch, whatever. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. And I would hope most designers can do that. I don't know. I'm assuming they can. So when did you start making bathing suits? Uh, swimsuits I started about two years ago. Oh, really? And, yes. and going to Miami Fashion Week. That was my first time. That was your first time? Yes. Wow. Yeah, like a big show like that was my first. And that was just like, this past summer. Uh, just, just July. This past July. How yeah. was your experience? What was what was it like there? It was Miami. Miami's always oh, fun, amazing fun, and fun. Yeah. And yeah. I had I had my like friends and family that came to support too, which mm-hmm. meant a lot. And it, it's so nice to have them with me. Um, Who were the family that was living that's my living cousin, there? No, no, my oh, cousin. They flew out. My girlfriend see, flew oh, out that's with nice. me, which was so nice. Yeah, I did follow your Instagram story. I seen a lot of you had a whole entourage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you brought everybody you know, <laughs> sitting uh, partying on a yacht. Yeah, <laughs> I should have. I should have went. Yeah. Oh yeah, Miami. I I want to go back definitely. Yeah. So it it, w- it was a great experience. It was a little bit easier compared to like other shows I've done, just for the fact that I didn't have to do anything besides bring my collection. 
So the production company kind of takes care of everything, which is nice. So you get to enjoy, and I, I got to enjoy Miami, and I got to have fun and, and show my collection and network Ooh. and meet people and not you have to stress their, about models. And, you just follow their schedule. Yes. They so have they chose the models for you? I do. They do a big casting. So all the designers come, and um, the models come do a casting, and the designers, you get to pick which models you like. And you can pick casting. You can pick which swimsuit you want and which model. Exactly. Like, to yep. match to go well with them. Yep. That's a that's a great idea. Well, it's critical yeah. because you know, I think the model and of course their body shape and all mm-hmm. that would make you know, and a their huge skin difference. tone and their yeah. hair color. Maybe you have a big green one. I noticed right. green, would have been nice on a certain skin tone. Definitely. Yeah. So yeah, you could you get to choose all of that. And they had a lot of models for oh, for you, and like you could a, just pick. So I was there for four days. One day it was just models. So Ooh. like it was all day casting and sitting down and going through and picking girls. After it was really difficult because everyone's so beautiful. Uh huh. It's hard to pick. And yeah. And then they to, try on your uh, swimsuit, and you can pick at that point yes. what looks good. Oh, yeah. But fun. That's so fun. So besides yeah. partying on yachts while you were in <laughs> Yeah, what Miami, else did you do? No, well, I w- Yeah, okay, so you can go with that. But I, I wanted to know about, <laughs> did you notice, because I'm kind of hung up on the different styles in different cities in this country, mm-hmm. and I think that Miami has a different look and a different style. It would only because I think there's a younger vibe. There's a Definitely. more a different cultural mm-hmm. vibe there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, it's warm throughout the year. So what did you just notice other than bikinis in, in Miami in terms of their style? Was it more colorful? Definitely. I was just mm-hmm. going to say mm-hmm. color, yeah, a lot of which color. is something I'm not, I'm not very colorful, which I'd like to be. <laughs> Um, what are you saying? Your suits aren't as I'm, colorful? I'm more uh, neutral, like uh, mm-hmm. neutral Why tones. is that? I just find with neutral tones, they're, they're just timeless. Timeless. And, That's how I feel. Yeah. You can, you can have them in your wardrobe forever, and they mm-hmm. like, kind of never go out of style. Mm-hmm. It's true. Okay. And they kind of look you good You can wear it more than once. Definitely. Too. And it, it's a it's such a color that's flattering on everyone. If it's for mm-hmm. any kind of skin tone, any kind of hair color, anything like that, it just goes like perfectly. But there's a lot of colors because there's a lot of Cubans there. And oh, they yeah. bring their d- yeah. design and culture, their Definitely. culture for sure. So, so that's you why you see a lot of colors. It's very sexy, color. which I like. It's very so sexy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so true. Very we sexy. say provocative, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It so, is. Yeah. Okay, so you're saying there, there's more color in Miami and things are more provocative what else did you notice about the styles and i'm just talking about everyday style it can be men or women did you notice any other types of patterns versus here you know in detroit or new york or milan is there any special thing going on like is there more maybe there might be more unisex designs oh yeah you see a lot of men wearing unisex like they could be it could be for a man and a woman the designs Mm. No, you don't see that much. I didn't really notice. notice that. Yeah. So like men carrying handbags or nothing like, nothing like that. No. <laughs> I don't really remember. Yeah. Um, she was on a yacht. I know. She was too busy partying. Yeah. No, oh, my God. I was, that was like one, one that day. That was one day. Yeah, that yeah, was your day, day to celebrate, right? 100%. I would have done the same thing. Who so was it worth it in terms of the financial commitment that... You may have put into it, to or be, you don't know yet. Well, to be honest, I kind of wish I Good did. Um, okay, so with fashion shows, there are a lot of work, there are a lot of money, and you don't really generate sales that day, right? Oh. Or like it's just to show your collection it's a, to ex- and to put ex- expose, right? Yeah. 
where also in Miami during swim week, they have a lot of exhibitions where brands kind of set up like their booths and all the biggest like buyers around the world for swimwear come and place orders. It costs around the same price to do. Since I'm not a big brand, also like with Fashion Week, you kind of go and you see like if you recognize the brand, you go to the show. Like there wasn't as many people at my show during whatever fashion or swim week as like Beach Bunny Swimwear because they're a bigger brand, right? So I should have went the exhibition route, I feel, mm. just to kind of get my brand out to like stores and, and what. So when you're selling when you're selling your designs, are you doing the majority of the sales online or yes, brick perfect. and mortar? Do you have any like stores in Canada that you're in right now? Strictly online. Currently. Strictly online. And then I do a few custom orders with like the clientele that I have. So was the objective to go to Miami to maybe contract with some of Yeah, you, I didn't. It was my not. first time doing it. And to be honest, I just felt like, I, I, yeah, I wasn't knowledgeable that mm. much about it. Like I just thought, oh, Fashion Week, like you think, you know, New York Fashion Week and, you know, all these like big events and, and then, oh, Miami Swim Week is the biggest event. I just had like, you know, a different, like I, I didn't really know much about expect. it and what to yeah. expect. So, yeah. so you think you'd go back? I, f- I feel like I'd go back once I'm a little bit more established. Oh, okay. And known as like a brand. Mm-hmm. That's good experience for sure and good exposure for you. Definitely. So all of your designs are sold online. Yes. And are you doing anything other than just the swimwear? Or are you thinking of doing anything like some excess? Because now you're online, you've got exposure. They're there. They're going to buy that. Mm-hmm. So maybe they'll buy something else related to it, like a cover-up or whatever. So I do do wraps, and I oh, also started yeah. doing little matching handbags. Uh, like they, oh, wow. They go actually like with the swimsuit. With this, oh, so you're yeah. selling accessories as well. Right. Just like something cute and not too big that you can just put your phone and your money in. Oh. That you kind of, I think, is like practical with swimwear mm-hmm. when you're in a resort or somewhere. You don't want to bring like a big bag. Or Do you have an assistant helping you, or you do everything alone? I do everything alone. And you have a store, don't you, that you work out of? Or studio. You were, studio, I meant. Yes, just studio. Okay. But I now got into manufacturing. My manufacturer kind of does all the production, and then mm. I just package and, and ship. In your own studio? Yeah. Mm. So you're, wow, just alone, doing it alone. That is that is a lot of work. It is. So, yeah. But I'm really interested in the online piece because I, I think some people just haven't been able to pull that off. And it sounds like you're doing okay. But would you collaborate with other brands or accessories or designers if they said you know and i'm thinking of someone who sells sunglasses <laughs> uh, manufacturers i mean if there was some kind of collaboration would you be interested oh, in definitely. that definitely i love like working with other entrepreneurs it and helps. other it definitely helps and i think it, it's great yeah yeah for for both of for you for both of us yeah exactly you could benefit from each other definitely oh yeah yeah a lot of uh designers are collaborating now i noticed are you selling more of your swimsuits on an international basis or is it is it still primarily US? North America, Canada and US is my main market right now. Is there tourist stuff going on? Is this the cruise season? I mean, are there other markets that you're or target markets that you're penetrating or trying to fit into? Especially like the like the cruises. I mean, it seems like a natural fit, but of course, I don't. I don't design <laughs> swimwear, so I'm not sure. I mean, yeah, definitely, I like to kind of branch out of Canada, the U.S. as well, and get into you know Europe and possibly Dubai, and to become more international, I guess. 
Yeah. Do you know anyone in the Mideast? Oh, yeah, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Give me their phone number. (laughs) We can put you in the hotel business. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Put all the bathing suits in the gift shop. Perfect. (laughs) So one of the things I really like about Honest Village is that, okay, so you're across the bridge. You essentially grew up in Windsor, right? Yes. Okay. And then you come over here a lot. I know that. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I've been, I feel like Detroit lately all the time. Yeah, I like every weekend, huh? <laughs> yeah, we, she, 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 she was just here at the uh, H&M um, opening party, opening launch, par- yeah. launch party yeah. a couple days ago. Yeah. Oh, were you? Okay, so, yeah. le- well, okay, I'll come, I'll come back to my question. So, <laughs> fashion, <laughs> social events, I'm there. So and networking. And networking, and yeah. networking. So you're yeah. there for a reason. It's a business reason. Yeah. Well, and I enjoy it as well. Yeah, <laughs> of course. And you meet a lot of people. And yeah, I love it. It's, fun. it's a glamorous business. Yes. Yeah, you want to be a part of that for sure. But I think you, I get the impression, do you get the impression, Christine, that she's, this we'll is see. a Detroit girl, gal, She's woman. born in Detroit. <laughs> yeah. She's a global woman. Yeah, she's yeah, yeah. very cosmopolitan. Everywhere. I'm yeah. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But do you like what's happening in Detroit? Can you feel the vibe? Do you know the kind of growth that's going on here in terms of fashion? Definitely. It keeps growing. Yeah. I can see Detroit becoming like a main spot for even manufacturing oh, in the wow. fashion industry. Wow. We're hearing that a lot lately. Yeah. Yeah. And Detroit's growing for sure, especially when in regards to fashion, the fashion industry. It's such an industrial city too. Mm-hmm. It'd be perfect for manufacturing clothing instead mm-hmm. of going overseas. And becoming more sustainable and staying within, wow. you know, That's the great. economy. So when people say, Anna, where are you from? You say Windsor, right across the river from Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly, when I'm here, everyone knows where Windsor is. Oh, They okay. all went out when they were 19. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah, they, That's too funny. They all go out to drink and gamble at 19. Like, oh, Windsor, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm guilty of that one. <laughs> so, Anna, when we left in the the last segment we were talking about miami swim week and so what i started thinking about is there are so many fashion weeks and i think you brought this up you know there's new york fashion week there's london fashion week there's dallas fashion week (laughs) there's a lot of fashion weeks do you think you would go to any obviously it's just the swimwear that you're interested in but do these other fashion weeks actually show and display swimwear too i mean are there some other fashion weeks that you would really be interested in well of course i'd love to be in like paris and Milan fashion week but it would be more for like couture pieces i'd love Mm. to do and then maybe mix like one or two looks that's like glamorous swimwear in a way but for swimwear miami would be the was the best option for me because they're wearing bathing suits all year long. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Christine. Yes. Um, yeah. So I know that we had talked about you potentially really concentrating on being an international designer. Right. And don't you think that it would make sense to try to even, you know, I know there's a lot of risk involved in this. Just to say, I am going to go to Milan. I am going to go to Paris. I am going to show my collection, and it's going to be a year, whatever. Or are you already doing that? Are you thinking about that? That's what I'm saying. I haven't been planning anything for like the big shows, like Milan and Paris Fashion Week, or anything like that. Maybe I would attend. I think that's what I learned from Miami. I wish I attended the show first oh. as a guest to see what it's about and understand. Go meet, oh. shake hands with people, kind of mm. you know learn. 
and, and then go from there. So if I were to get into Milan or Paris fashion week, I'd, lo- I'd love to first attend yeah. and, and see a little bit and what I can do to really benefit my brand. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's the educational nugget mm-hmm. of the night is to yeah. go there first. Mm-hmm. See what it's all about and prepare yourself for when, when and if you do go exactly. and be a part of the event. Definitely. Are you networking at those events too? Always. I'm always networking. She's a serial networker. <laughs> serial networker. Always. You have to in this business. Yeah. Definitely. I learned that. You can't be shy. You can't mm-hmm. you, you have to put yourself out there else mm-hmm. no one will will see you. Not not so, just on social media, put yourself out right, there. Right. In person. <laughs> you gotta too. make connections. Definitely. Like, in person. Yeah. Yes. And it's a weird business to me. The fashion business to me, it's a very lonely business and for mm-hmm. Almost for anybody. Everyone we've met who are really great people, you know, we've met some tremendous people. But I think that there, I don't know, you tell me, I don't know that there's a lot of support between each other. Like you said, at uh, Miami Swim Week, then there's an after party and people get together. But then do you see anybody or talk to any of the designers or stylists after that? There's actually a few designers I kept in touch with that I worked with that were really sweet. Some girls from Minnesota, Mm. L.A., and I I still keep in in touch with them. Do you follow the industry on a regular basis? Are you just following fashion in general, saying what is going on in the fashion world? Like some of the massive consolidations that are going on, like with Tiffany's being bought out, this kind of thing. Or are you just like, hey, I'm, I'm staying in my lane. I'm in swimwear. I don't. I'm not real interested in what's happening in the industry in general. Um, a little bit of both. I, I, I stay in my lane, obviously, and, and mm-hmm. focus on myself. And then I also like to you know, see what's going on, too, it, just for business purposes and what. You mentioned you know Natasha Tonic, who is also a swimwear designer, and she won some kind of, or she hit, I don't want to say she won something. She, she, got, she received recognition at the Miami uh, Swim Week for her sustainable hemp swimwear. So did you see any of that? Unfortunately, I didn't attend her show. I didn't attend, uh, I attended a few other shows that were in the production that I, I was in, but I didn't see all of them, obviously. There's so many. Mm. But I, I do know that she uses natural fibers and she's sustainable. At least she uses hemp material in her swimwear and I think it's great. And that's a, a growing trend in mm-hmm. fashion Sustainability. in general. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely. I want to get into that whole subject. It's so interesting that you can do this with swimwear too. Mm-hmm. And I know they're, they're, even the recycled plastics, a lot of the designers are anti-recycled because, you know, they still break down in the water. And, you know, so that's very interesting. Are there any thoughts for Honest Lich to say, okay, I'm going to have my regular swimwear, but maybe I'm going to tiptoe into this other area? I don't know how expensive it is to do that. I think it is a little bit more expensive, but that's the difference with, you know, high quality and sustainable fashion compared to fast fashion. With fast fashion, it's it's cheaper, but you end up buying so much and you end up throwing so much away, I find, because it was mm-hmm. cheap and you don't really care, so you just end up throwing mm-hmm. a lot of those pieces away anyway. Where when you buy a piece that's a little bit more and it, it's quality-wise, it's you, gonna last. you keep it. It lasts longer. Yeah. I think long run wise, it's better. You get what you pay for. Yes. And I think a lot of people would prefer that. And I think that the designs for Natasha, I don't think they were on the level of your design, you know, in terms of 
Um, I think they're a lot of more One Piece. Let me just put it that way. I love yeah, One Pieces too. Yeah, I think a lot of it was um, One Piece. Okay, yeah. One Pieces I find are re- very popular now too. They're more popular. Yeah, yeah. I, I get so many requests. Like when I do custom orders for the clientele that I have, they always want One Piece. Oh, I get a lot of requests That's for One Piece. Isn't yeah, it? lately. Yeah, they're. I think they're more elegant. I would say uh, the One Piece more fashionable too. Yeah, so you mentioned uh, fast fashion, and you were at the opening, right, of the H&M party here in Detroit? Mm -hmm. 25,000 square feet, three stories. On Woodward. (laughs) But it was fun, and why were you there? It was fun, again, for networking purposes. Uh, I like to kind of stay involved with what's going on and observe, you know, Mm -hmm. the the fashion industry and what people like and, and whatnot, business purposes. Yeah, we're trying to get the head of sustainability from H&M. We want to get him on the show. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah, that would be so mm-hmm. yeah. amazing. <laughs> you notice that they're changing the language and they're calling it, instead of fast fashion, they're calling it affordable fashion. Right. So they're trying. Yes. To, there's a little psychology mm-hmm. going on here. But it's still so bad for the environment because it's know. so wasteful and mm-hmm. water pollution with all the manufacturing and the amounts. It's still very bad for the environment. People don't know no. what goes around, what goes on. They don't know the truth behind it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The question is, if you if you buy a ten dollar t shirt, you know, why did it cost ten dollars? Exactly. And then it goes also into ethical fashion as well. How, yeah. how much are these workers being paid to make uh-huh. this affordable clothing? Yeah. So it's not just eco-friendly, it's like ethical too. And this is why I'm yeah, asking you because you are a younger designer and it seems like you may be following that part of the industry. In a sense, you may be forced to, but it seems like you're just generally interested. You care. Oh, you, ge- you genuinely care. Oh, definitely. I, I can see that. For sure. Yeah. Well, that's how they are in Canada. <laughs> they're different, different mentality. They're big environmentalists, man. Well, really, it's true. Really. It's yeah. important to educate yourself and be knowledgeable. And a lot of you people... want to also want to be ahead of the game, right? Too. Exactly. Yeah. I even love sometimes with some of my pieces. I would when I was doing all the bikinis like on my own and custom before manufacturing. Even with my manufacturing now, my my quantity is very small. It's not you know anything mass produced or anything. Before the manufacturing, I would like to use like recycled textiles like cool vintage fabrics and turn them into really unique swimwear pieces. And women love that. Which reminds me, isn't Kanye West doing that? Well, getting he, into manufacturing in, in... I saw, I read online that he, he wants to move Yeezy, like to manufacture Yeezy in America eventually. Like soon. Instead that's of great. Manu- that's I mean, amazing. That's breaking news. Basically. That is breaking news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, that's great. Because that's, you know, he's an influencer. And, it, and if he does that... You're going to have some people that will just follow over. And you'll have manufacturers follow over, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Maybe he'll come here and do that here in Detroit. (laughs) We should send him a business plan. Send him a business plan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) So, yeah, the whole idea of sustainability, and it's kind of weird because you keep hearing that the fashion industries rated the second biggest polluter on the planet. And then there's a lot of questions related to that. You know, how did you get to that number? And it, it essentially ends up, they're probably in the top 10, they're, they're probably not number two. But the fact is, there's some big, big problems going on here. You know, and it starts with packaging, and it starts with the manufacturing piece, flying the stuff all over the world, uh-huh. you know, and it's cheap. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and then you run into the ethical piece. 
it's, it's a big, big issue. And I think what we have found out is there's no leadership related to this issue. There's people, there's pockets of gold you know, like Stella McCartney. Yes, mm-hmm. I love Stella. <laughs> yes. She's our dream, dream yeah. guest. Yeah. 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 Oh We're God. leaning on you to give her the call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it sounds like you may even be thinking through some of this yourself for your, for your own collection. I mean, would you be interested in participating in, you know, some kind of a, you know, uh, leadership role with sustainability in the industry in general? I would love to, yes. So when can you start? <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> should we start? Tomorrow. <laughs> but, um, I'd like probably to meet with someone that's more experienced in yeah. this and then kind of learn from them and what kind of steps I should take to kind of go towards that direction. Because I know a little bit, but I don't know at all, mm-hmm. obviously. So I would like to just find out more information of what I can do. Yeah, it's still all new. Everyone's learning. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's <laughs> learning. Right, like H&M, they have a foundation, and mm-hmm. they've really committed that foundation to sustainability and the policies related to that for the store. The Zara f- as well. Zara. Mm-hmm. And then... Has like, that five-year plan. Exactly. And to, really? Yeah. I, I thought Zara had, like, that big, um, like, scandal with, like, when they had the workers right in the labels. And like, that's probably why they have this five-year okay. plan. Because of the <laughs> scandal. They're probably forced to. Tell us about the scandal. I don't even know about the scandal. Well, they ha- it was ethical issues again oh. with the workers. They weren't being paid in some way, and, and they were writing, um, oh. like, messages. Help me? Yeah, help yeah, me? Like, hey, yeah, no. help get me out of here. Yeah. And all that, or, had a really, that is so sad. Yeah. Well, then that's why they're forced to do something about it. Definitely. Because they got the, caught. The question they is, got <laughs> like one of our other guests said, you know, will they follow through? Mm-hmm. You know, so every, anybody can have a plan, you yeah. know, but are they going to follow Yeah, but everyone through? else, H&M, they're all doing it now. Yeah. You'll be left out if you don't. So what are your plans for 2020? Do you have any big plans for the business? She's moving back to Milan. No. Oh, my God. I, you know what? It has She's crossed us. my mind. leaving us, no. There has been a few times. Really? That, yes, yeah. definitely. The great I'm sure thing, you miss it there. Well, the great thing, too, with my with my work, I can relocate, too, if I, oh, if yeah. I like, right? It's all online. Because everything's online mm-hmm. now. So I have thought about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you could go back and forth. <laughs> I am uh, very last minute like that sometimes, so you never know. Cool. But That's I am right now, yeah, right now I'm working on my spring-summer collection for uh, next year for March to release of my new line, my new swim line. I love the fact that you said, yeah, I, I'm thinking about it. I mean, you're kind of serious about, and it's interesting because I think as a designer, it would be interesting. We've, we've seen people, they're in, they're in New York for 10 years. Right. And then they come back to Detroit or they'll go to another city to get reinvigorated and mm-hmm. re-motivated mm-hmm. into. And re-inspired. re-inspired. Yeah. yeah, that's the word I'm looking they for. Won't, because I'm sure they'll inspire you for sure going back to Italy Definitely. <laughs> to create new designs. In cool. Miami too, just being, that's why I love with my work too. Like, yeah, I was on the yachts and the price, but it was so great. <laughs> we're just getting I don't, I know, that, we're just, because we're jealous. It, that's yeah, the only yeah. reason. Because we wanted to be on the yacht with you. No, it looks amazing, but I really don't vacation that much. I'm so busy with work I that know. I kind of, 
put it together. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I made a purpose out of my vacation. I'm working. So it was yeah. so great that it, it felt so fulfilling to do my work and enjoy it. And oh, like, yeah. you know, all at one time. You right? work hard, play hard. This exactly. is life. Otherwise, so. you're just, what's the point of just Plus it living was, to work? Plus it was and Miami in July, for God's sake. But it's <laughs> 110 degrees or whatever. Beautiful yeah. weather the whole exactly. time. No? Yes. Yeah, that's yep. the hottest month. It's the most humid time yeah. of the year. No, so to work and enjoy yeah. it, it was amazing. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I'm inspired that you're going to possibly move. Now I know you're going <laughs> to, she's not moving anywhere, but yeah, I'm inspired because I think that's great. I think that's a really, that's the only way you can do it. You have yeah. to immerse you have to yourself and just to move to Miami would be a big incredible. deal. Yeah. We, we, I mean, there's a lot of people going to Nashville, you know, just to pick up the whole artistic vibe there. It's not just music, but there's fashion uh-huh. going on there too. And then there's regular art going on too. And, so that's very, very interesting. And you're young, and I think you just have like a little puppy in your life or something. Yeah, so, she has well, she's a puppy. Nino? Oh, yeah. Nino? <laughs> Is that Nino? Yes. I, oh, wow. He's so cute. <laughs> he's so cute. But he's a bad boy. He is a bad boy. I'm telling you, oh, he's a God. bad boy. Last I see him on your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's a, a love-hate <laughs> He doesn't listen to his mom. No. And, you know, last weekend I, I was so scared he got into grapes. And I, I guess dogs can't have grains. Oh, really? I, I didn't know that. I thought it was just chocolate. Yeah, there's so much. I didn't know. I had to, like, rush him to the vet <gasps> to get him induced. No way. So that he oh. would vomit all the, oh these Oh, my grapes. God. Otherwise, he, he he can have a kidney failure, apparently. <gasps> oh, my Did you really, know that? Really I had bad. no idea. Yeah. No Why, idea. It must be the skin or something on the grape. Talk, you know, the toxins. What? That's yeah. crazy. So the vet was... Happy you came in. Oh, yeah, my God. A nice big bill. Then did he vomit oh, yeah. everything? Everything. Oh. So, yeah. He's okay now. He's okay now, but it's always... How did he get into the grapes? The question <laughs> is, where do you keep the grapes now? <laughs> Are they on top the fridge, in the yeah, fridge? Yeah, you can't oh, keep anything can't. on the floor. Or on, like, he's just he's in that puppy phase where he just wants to tear apart everything. Oh, I know. So, well, I, learned I almost like, is it bad to put a muzzle on the Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah. Yeah. At, home. At home. I learned something new. Yeah, dogs can't eat grapes. I just love that chain with your logo on that you put on him. It's so cute. Oh, yeah. I definitely make him look good all the time. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, fashion. Always fashion. He's a cute, shiny dog. He's a fashion-forward dog. Yeah, he's a cute dog, but a bad boy for sure. Anna Stulich, where can everybody find you? So everyone can find me on Instagram and online. Uh, My website is anastulich.ca. And my Instagram is on a Stoolich collection. So remember that, dot C-A. Yes, dot that's C-A important. for Canada. <laughs> for Canada, that's important. It has been an absolute pleasure. I'm so honored yeah. that thank you, you were so here. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being on the show. No, thank you too. Yeah. I, I loved it. This was oh, thank so you. We'll nice. have you back for <laughs> Absolutely. Sure. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe, tell a friend, and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also visit us on our website at fashioncastpodcast.com. I'm Christine. And I'm Michael. Stay beautiful.